0: You have high standards for your craft, so you should have high standards for how you fuel your daily grind. That's why the free pizza podcast is proudly sponsored by High Brew Coffee. High Brew Coffee specializes in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe. Choose from over 10 delicious flavors with dairy-free, added protein, and low-calorie options, plus a portion of every sale supports direct trade farmers in Colombia. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.highbrewcoffee.com, and use promo code pizza and brew for 20% off of your order of a 12-pack and get cold brew for those who do shipped directly to your door.
1: This is Christine Benz and you're listening to the Free Pizza.
0: Free Pizza, your platform for creatives. And today we have the most amazing guest, Warth Baligan, in the room. I said it correctly. I get a pat on my back. Um, <laughs> he's a poet, among other things, a male on Instagram. I think you like to post him on randomly or something like that. And I looked at your page. I was like, oh my God, I have not interviewed many poets. I need to get this dude on the show. Plus, you're black, which I love. And there, and here we are. <laughs> oh. I was like, black poets. I know a bunch of them. I was like, I haven't got one those, on the podcast yet. So this would be a perfect first one. So how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, actually. doing
0: pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We talked about you being in Rhode Island and how insane that is because I've never met anyone that lived there. So I'm very excited to talk about that and just just everything you've done, man. But you're on spring break. So how, how's spring break going? You chilling, relaxing?
1: Yeah, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm resting, recharging, to be honest um focusing on me you know what i'm saying like putting school in the back of my mind yeah like, no. that's pretty much what spring break is for at least if, at least if you're not like going out and having fun like so, so
0: yeah, yeah yeah i'm sure doing is it still weird with uh COVID up there or is it kind of less
1: um it definitely is a lot more lax my school just uh put in some rule that we don't have to wear masks in places that are not academic settings so just like in classes, and like we don't have mask mandates in this in the city. Okay. I'm not sure if that if that's a statewide thing as well, but yeah, we're we're definitely more relaxed. Um, we we I'm not like i will be honest like among other states, we were definitely like on our shit. You feel me? Like we we definitely like we're, we're tackling COVID the right way, i say. It. And I feel like most Rhode Islanders were on that time as well. I didn't really see like too much pushback from here, but maybe that's because of the the space that I live in. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That's super dope. Well, I'm very excited to hear about how and why you're in Rhode Island. I'm from New York City. So let's start yeah, yeah. there, where you were born, and then get into like maybe your family life and kind of yeah. how you got into creating.
1: Yeah, so um, as I mentioned, I was born in New York. Um, and When I was nine years old, my family took a trip to Nigeria, because that's where like my family's from. I'm Nigerian ethnically. Um and we were supposed to spend a two-week vacation there. I, and I had been to Nigeria before. And before that, I was like, oh, I don't want to go there. Because, you know, just being Americanized, and you know what I'm saying, like being brainwashed to believing that the place that you're from is not a good place, mm. compared it's America or whatever. So I was just like, no, I don't want to go there. But we ended up going there. It was cool. It was fun. My mom was like, yo, I think y'all might have to say. And I was like, why? She was like, oh, because, you know, I think y'all should learn the culture. It's going to be easier. This and the fourth. And Boom um my we're living we're, we're staying with my aunt at the time boom we stayed there i think i stayed there for about four years so it was like a two-week vacation um and it, it ended up um being like my home for four years if you see actually on my page it's actually a poem um called I'm, i don't remember what exactly it's called but it's something like two-week vacation four-year home something yes, like that i read that and one. yes, yes it's and it's like it's just, it's just it's just a very very short what like three four five live poem talking about like how i was supposed to be in a space for two years ended up being my life for four wow. which is definitely like a huge shift um but i was chilling and i feel like at the moment like i was like damn like damn all my american friends this down the fourth like i'm gonna miss everybody i didn't tell people i was leaving you know what i'm saying um, and, and in general i traveled a lot um or, or, like, or like moved places a lot like i went to like I, sometimes when i count i think like 13 14 different schools like whether that's like through elementary high school so I, so I moved a lot in my life but this was the one literally the biggest move like to a different country it was it was crazy to me um oh but my God. but to be honest i did enjoy it and I'm, and I'm even enjoying it and i enjoy it now i enjoy it more now when i think back on it because it's just like yo the memories that i formed mm. the culture and the identity that i that I've created from being in agent for four years are amazing. And I would literally never like replace it for nothing. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. And I love like who I am and the fact that I was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's a privilege because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to go back to their home or even know where their home is. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm definitely very happy about that. 2015. Um, So, so like I said, I spent four years there from 2011 to 2015. Mm-hmm. So 2015 summer, I came, uh, Back to the U.S. and one of my uncles was living in Rhode Island. Mom wasn't really feeling the, the hustle and bustle culture of New York anymore, so she was like, "Yeah, well, let's go to Rhode Island." So I'm like, "All right." We came to Rhode Island and <laughs> lived with my uncle there. Um, we lived in a city called Pawtucket. I lived there for six months. It was definitely a very huge change. I had just been living in Nigeria for four years, and obviously, like American media, um, goes everywhere because the West is just that influential. So I, I feel like when it came to a lot, a good amount of things. I didn't really miss too much. But there's only something, there are only some things immediate that you would miss not being here. For example, I wasn't here for the for the like early, early creation of Vine, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember 2012, I wasn't One thing that I wasn't here for that actually like hits me a little hard because I am a like a music head is like the chief key culture. Oh I was yeah. I missed that and I was just like, damn, you know, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I just I don't know. Like that is not some that is not a part of my like, that's not part of my memory. You know what I'm saying? That's not part of mm. like, me. So sometimes when they're playing, like, his songs, and you know what I'm saying, in a party or an event, I like it and I enjoy it. But I there is literally no way I can enjoy it as much as people who live through that era. Yes. There are a lot of things that I didn't live through. 2011-2015, there were a lot of things that happened. I understand that I, that I missed out on a lot of those things, which is cool. So, yeah, like I said, I lived in Pawtucket, which is a city, in Rhode Island, for about six months. And then I remember the day after Christmas, actually, December 26th, uh, 2015 was when I moved to the city I'm living in right now, which is Providence. And Rhode Island's pretty tiny. So everywhere is like pretty close to each other. So m- the city I was living in before wasn't too far from the city I'm living now. And yeah, I've been living in Providence for about seven years now. Uh, I went to high school here I'm in college in in the state as well. So that's pretty much how I got here. Um, I know you asked about um, like, how I got into, like, creating, yes. which is a whole different story on its own. Yes, in, it's here. So pretty much, right, what happened was, every, what I had noticed, like, I think around senior year, I feel like around junior, senior year of high school, when I started to, like, really, I don't know, like, really, like, introspect and, like, think about myself and who I was and, like, like, what my purpose was in this world and, like, where my space was, you know, where, where I belonged or whatever, because I always felt like I, I kind of really didn't, I don't know, you know, just being a kid, that's just how you felt. Um, but one thing I did notice across the board was that everyone who were close to me was so creative. It, it was ridiculous. Uh, my brother and my sister literally drew all the time. My brother played very, many instruments. I could just see him have like a creative flow, like whenever he, wherever he was. My girlfriend, this woman is one of the most creative human beings I literally know, like she does makeup. Um, she does, I'm not, I'm not sure if you know what that uh, is. Yes, it's I like, do, yes. So she and you know what I'm saying? Like she's a creative person. She like just the, the I mean, I think the reason why I actually like love her so much is because of her creativity mm-hmm. and the fact that she can just she's just so resourceful. So that was something that I always like, damn, like this is mad cool, but I cannot do that. You know what I'm saying? Like this is not something that that like I am privy to. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're good, you're good, you're good. I don't know about that. Um, and then one of my really, really close friends, he has his, he had his own. Uh, company he dj he's a photographer uh-huh. he does visual arts like this mm-hmm. man is also a, a crazy creative and then the talent Like again like the, the city i live in right now i started like really uh, noticing and it was there before i noticed it but like just like a creative boom mm-hmm. i see all these people who are literally putting who are literally expressing themselves through a very various medium of arts and for me, I just feeling that I didn't have that, it, it it low key saddened me. Like, I was like, damn, like, what the fuck? Like, where is, like, what is my, oh, yeah. So, and I always had this saying, and I'm my friends, um, knowing it, it, I would say that people who were creative were dynamic, but I was a static person. And I don't remember how or like what discussions I had, but I talked to a lot of people, um, a couple of my friends, a couple of people that I met, like, in college. And I was like, yo, like, blah, blah, blah. They was like, yo, how about you just, like pick a creative outlet and and get into you know what I'm saying like maybe we should find something And I was like well I don't, I don't really know um and this and this was uh, November 2019 this is my freshman year high school, uh, of college mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a junior now by the way yeah
0: yes so I'm yeah. thinking like
1: so I'm thinking like yo what can I do like what am I into I'm like yo actually I I think I want to get into modeling right I think I want to get into modeling okay yeah And and I think writing is pretty cool. Maybe I should get into poetry. And one thing about me, when I start getting into something, I do a lot of research. I read articles. I watch YouTube videos. I have to know and I have to gain a lot of knowledge. And one thing that that had come to me that I didn't realize before, because I don't know, I feel like sometimes when we see art and artists, we think. That like don't get me wrong, yes, people have talent and natural born talent, but a lot of it is practice and hard work, which is something that I did not know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. my brother, my girlfriend, my friend, these people have put in hours and hours and hours and hours of hard work, you know what I'm saying? And it might have not seemed like hard work to them, but it was work, even if it was creative or playful in any way. And those hours made them master their craft in, in their in their own um, in their own light. So I was just like, damn. So if that's the case, so that means I can take any medium I pick up. I can become good at it if I if I'm determined about it and if it's something I'm really passionate about, mm-hmm. right? So before I started getting into modeling, um, I was like, so I had a whole plan. <laughs> I was like, no. I want to collab with many photographers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot. I um, I started following a lot of photographers on on Instagram. I started reposting a lot of photographers things, hitting them up, like asking them what's up. And since a lot of my friends were creatives, they knew photographers. So I would start doing shoots with different photographers. Some of them, um, some of them, would do it for free some of them i would pay which is all right for me like i don't know i believe in people being paid what they deserve um but regardless of whatever i paid whether i paid or i didn't always make sure to try to form a good relationship with them so that if anything else happens, I could be in the know. You know what I'm saying? I could be called to model to do this and the fourth. Then again, I started writing poetry and it was a great way because November 2019 obviously was like a couple months before the spread of COVID. Yep. Right. So I, I was on, I was on like high hopes. I had plans to do this and that. I want to do a shoot that looks like this. I want to do some writing that looks like that. I was definitely more focused on modeling, right? Um then like the pandemic coming, that pretty much all like went away. Like at home, I was just like. I feel like I was at my lowest ever. Like oh, there was just man. basically zero motivation. It was just like go outside and come back inside yep. or basically just to stay inside all day. That, that's how the vibe was feeling the whole time. Absolutely. Um. So I, mean, I remember even after even doing like a mini photo shoot at like my house with my brother. And like the setup was ridiculous. I wish I had taken like some behind the scenes or something cause I didn't have no professional equipment, use my iPhone. I just did like a little editing on some app. I don't know, but it's actually, <laughs> um, is it on my page? I don't. I don't remember if it's if it's still on my page, but I look back on it and I'm like, yo, I did not do too bad. Like resourcefulness, this this was not that bad. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. So again, like I'm thinking about all these things. I'm thinking about like creating. I'm thinking about um what it means to be a creative, and I'm I'm really trying to find my my foot and my holding in this space um and then again it started from modeling and writing poetry but then I, I had like a big idea and this idea came this idea inspired I got inspired by by many many things my friend that uh, I mentioned that that's a big creative his name is Martine, um the space um called um stay silent which is a big creative space in my city oh, wow. um and then my girlfriend she also goes to uh uh Boston University which is a pretty popular college and there's an organization over there called charcoal magazine and pretty much what charcoal magazine does is a magazine for black and brown people and they you know do a lot of um multimedia arts around specific themes so every semester they pick a theme right and instead of doing it today they pick a theme and they build like photo shoots around that theme and they put in immense work and these shoots come out crazy oh, man. My, and my, my girl at the time was a makeup artist and a model so she'd be telling me what's be going on what the themes are looking like and i'm like listen this is what I want to do, and I'm jealous that you have this opportunity, and I'm happy for you. But I want this for myself. <laughs> URI does it. my school, bro. My school is like out in the boonies, out in the woods. Like we get all the <laughs> weather, we all we get all the bad. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, like we're really deep over there. I was just like, we don't, we really do not have this, but this is something that I want. Like, I want us, uh, I want to create multimedia projects around a theme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started brainstorming what kind of themes I would like to to create what kind of parts I would like to create while also making sure that I'm still focusing on um, on writing poetry. Because for me right now, that is my main form of art. Mm-hmm. And then on the side, I decided to buy a film camera to take pictures yes. as well. I'm using that as a form to um, practice photography, but also just like relax and just like really get into the groove of, of I guess like getting that eye for things that I, that I feel are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and it's crazy because I've literally, god knows how much film i have maybe like six seven rolls of film that i have not developed i haven't developed a single a single picture i've taken oh. in my whole life wow. i had this camera for maybe all over a year and it's so weird i haven't had time sometimes i have time and i don't have the money so yeah. i'm just like uh, i don't know but i will develop it soon and i would because like i have like months and months of memories on there that i need to just like go through maybe edit just like play around with um but the but the point is like i started thinking about multimedia projects and that's pretty much where i I got stuck on i was like this is what i want to do so basically my what i would like to do is i want to have a theme right and from that theme i want to create different art that goes to that theme i want some pornographic i want a poem i'm thinking about um i want a playlist that goes with it right i want some pictures that go with it and all these things tie in together to show what the theme is Mm. And I have so, so many, I have like seven, eight projects that I literally brainstorm that I need to build on so that when I have the resources, when I can like outsource, like when I have the money to outsource, I can, I'm able to like build on these projects. For example, there was this um, once and, and usually I get my inspiration for a lot of places, especially like music, there was this one song called uh, Naughty Head. I think it's by uh, Denzel Curry. I'm not sure if you know okay. him.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: love I love the song. I, I don't remember what how it was. I think it was just very random. I was just listening to, like, I thought I was just, like, binging all his music. And I heard Naughty Head. I don't know if the song had anything to do with, like, your hair. But that's what I got from it, mm. right? I'm hearing Naughty Head. I'm thinking black hair. I'm like, yo, I would like to do a, a photo shoot called Naughty Head where we explore, like, the hair on black men. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And different types of hair that's on black men as well. Cause I just thought that was an interesting thing to talk about. Like I'd want like those and there's like a lot of shots that I'd like to see. Like I want like I want to see the shot. I want there to be shots of like the art of like uh, of, of a man getting his hair braided, um yes. man getting his hair locked, how locks look, how twists look, you know what I'm saying? All these different forms of hairstyles and, and how these uh, relate relate to different black men I was like yo I want a shot of a black man braiding another black man's hair like that's dope to me yes. you know what I'm saying these are things that I find cool and I kept pulling inspiration from from many 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 places and these are the things that, that I really want um, <clears throat> to explore for example another project like I'm not going to go through all of that but just just to give you like um example of what I'm thinking about yeah 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 please another project I'd be, huh
0: yeah no please please get, tell me about all of them <laughs> yeah. another, another, another
1: project idea i have it's called um town of apathy okay. because i remember this one time i was i don't remember i think it was like a year ago i'm gonna have to like look at my phone for this i don't think I'm about a year or a year and a half maybe like 20 20, 20 21 i'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. but i was i was uh i was in a car i don't know where i was going i don't know whose car it was but it was just a regular thing and i saw a billboard sign in like my city and it was it was interesting i was just like yo what the hell is this and i would like to this is something i'd like to bring awareness to let me just find it you good dude
0: this is this is all impressive man this is this is this is incredible to me <laughs> yeah
1: that so was so pretty much the sign the sign says this right yeah and it's somewhere in my city i'm not sure where because like what I, I i seen the sign and i wanted to take a picture of it so bad but we had we had driven too fast before i to take a picture and i don't know whose car i don't know whose car was but there must have been a reason why i couldn't say oh, oh damn, blah, blah. let me take this picture so i had just i had literally searched on youtube like my city whatever and what the sign said to find the sign and i, and I found it i was so happy that i did but pretty much the sign says say no to drugs right? It's your life. Blame no one but yourself. And I'm just like, yo, that is mad weird. Like, y'all are very, there's no sympathy in your hearts. Wow. Like, what is this sign doing up? Like, wow. it's just, it doesn't, I feel like it just, it's not a welcoming and warm sign. Like, obviously, I myself am not a drug addict, and I don't know if I know anyone who is a drug addict, but I do know it's a sensitive topic, and I feel like we should be approaching this with care and not um, telling people that they should blame no one but themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure people do not want to end up in these ridiculous situations. Yep. But instead, they need love, they need sympathy, they need people to to actually give them restorative care, right? And I'm just like, yo there are in in the cities that we live like whether my city your city all the cities that we live there are things that are inbuilt in our cities like structures and different things that that are just like empathetic in nature you know what i'm saying like they there's no sympathy in them like you see like some some like um some benches and they have like spikes on them so can't like lay on them or like no loitering signs like it's just like it's they're just very weird, and I feel like they're literally built into the places that we live, and that's where the 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 title towns of apathy come from, right? And I want to showcase. Um, the places, not just my city, like, where, like wherever places I go. So I guess this would be a project of of me just like capturing different places um, that I go. But these like apathetic structures that are inbuilt into our inbuilt into the cities that we live in, and I want to showcase and bring awareness to them that like these things are not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we can't like these. You feel me? Like it's weird because like yes, it's these are systematic things, but it's, like it's not even hidden anymore. Like, I'm literally going, I'm literally going outside and I see a billboard like this. Like, if I was someone who had, who had problems with drugs, how would I feel by seeing that sign? That's, that would probably break me. You you know what I'm trying to say? So I want to make, um, so I want to take photos of that, bring awareness to that, make a graphic to that, write, um, poem about that. Probably not make a playlist for me. It it doesn't seem anything that I don't, I don't feel like putting a playlist to that. Like, it's not anything, because for me, like, music brings me joy. Yes, there can be like sadness and things like that, but I just don't see the, the need to put a playlist to that, but the, but these are some of the ideas that I have. Like I have, uh, you know, project ideas that I want to make, and then we make multimedia projects to it. And I know it's it is a lot of art that goes into every single one of them. Yes, poetry, is something that I that I'm that I'm able to write, and I don't think I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Mm. And again, yes, I'm taking film photography. I'm not a photographer, nor am I really good at photography. I would like to get into it. And that's what I'm I'm aiming for, graphic designing. Because I said I'd like to make um, some type of graphic for it. Mm -hmm. I have barely even touched the surface of graphic design. But it's something that I'd like to explore. And all these different mediums that I haven't touched, that I'd like to explore some more. But I'm also really open open to the idea of outsourcing as well. Because I know so many uh, amazingly creative people around me that would love to work with me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That would love to work on something like this, and I would love to um allow them to be a part of something like this. Because so I feel like these are things that mean a lot to me, and I also understand that my I, I am a human being and I have limits and boundaries. And being able to outsource is, is an important thing. Um, I have friends who are who are um who, who are photographers, have friends who, who who dibble and dabble in graphic design and who are graphic designers. So mm-hmm. I feel like these are, these are things that can definitely do, because for me, like it's really about creative directing like I, that is something that i'm i'm yes. really passionate about i want to get yeah. behind there and i want to creative direct anything right yeah. i want i want there to be uh, an idea and i want to put the, p- the pieces together and i want to make the idea like come out another thing that i'm that i'm really passionate about as well is designing and when i say designing i literally mean designing every single thing under the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, I doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what it is, but I wanna have a part in designing that. And I know that that is also a process of its own. And, you know, I guess mm-hmm. you could give the title a general designer, but from um, the inspiration I saw from this was this one guy on Instagram, his name mm-hmm. is um sean brown i'm not sure if you know him or follow him but this man is absolute like the way he the things that he does i'm just like wow he just he does he he has a a hand in designing so many things and working with various companies i've seen him design um clothes shoots um just like regular ass fucking items i don't know candles um like living spaces, chairs, for an, you know what I'm trying to say, like anything mm-hmm. under the sun, this man is having a hand in designing. And I'm just like, that is dumb cool. And I know that many, many years of work went into that. And obviously I'm not a design um student myself right now. But these are these are things that I that I really like to get into. Creative directing and designing are things that are that are really, really important to me, which which is why I want to let lend my creative eye to. Um, but but yeah, like that's I mean <laughs> that's pretty much like like how I would sum it up. And right now, pretty much in college, that is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing computer science, and which is very, which is obviously a very analytical. It's, it's creative. Uh, um, yes, yeah, so it's very analytical and creative major. But I think the creativity part is the part that's really uh, motivating mm-hmm. me. And, like, I actually want to, the, the field I want to get into computer science is called um, product, product managing, where mm-hmm. I'm able to, like, create products from scratch while after like talking to customers, you know, it's definitely a whole process, but I feel like getting into that field as well is like testing the waters for me, becoming a creative director and a designer. Like I I pick up a lot of skills from that field and I'm able to translate, but yeah, those are a couple of things I wanna do. And I feel like there's just like, they're large scale. You know what I'm saying? Like, And some of them I won't be able to do now. Some of them I'll probably do in a couple of years, but they're definitely there. and, And the plan right now is to continue to continuously work on my skills and build out these projects so have like so not just have them as ideas in my notes but actual full-fledged presentations so when the time comes and i have the resources and the time to put to it um i can do that immediately absolutely but, yeah
0: man you just ran through it man i love it in my yeah. head yeah in my head i can see like you being a creative director of how this you are about all the different mediums that go into these projects from design mm-hmm. to probably illustrating to, to, to modeling, to setting up set design. I feel like you want to do all of it. I think as a creative and I think everyone, every creative should know the basics of everything, but still want to collaborate to really bring projects together, which are, it sounds like you want to do. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's amazing. I can see all of this happening for you. And um, my gosh, well, I mean, <laughs> let's go into the poetry for a second, because I want to pinpoint some of the, the poems you've written and then we can kind of go from there. Cause I have a question about the photography stuff as well. But obviously you told me about the two week thing, you and Nigeria going there. And I read that poem. Actually, I read over that this morning again. And now it makes more sense of, you know, of now the poem makes more sense, yeah. which is insane to me that you were there for two weeks and you end up staying for, for four years. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to the other poems, it feels like you write stuff kind of in the moment. I mean, so... Kind of go through your process of making the poems you have, like on your Instagram. Like, where does a pro- where does, where does that inspiration come from? Like, are you talking about moments you're feeling and you jot it down right quick, or is this something you sit with and write over time? Like, how do you write these pieces? The free piece of podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and logo design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. This is Diamond McGlondon, and you're listening to Free Pizza Podcast.
1: I definitely, think, I definitely think it's a mixture of both. I would say the poems that are on my page right now are 100% in the moment poems. For me, it's like, I'm like, well, I've, I've been doing a little writing here and there. Nothing that is like succinct or a whole poem. It's more like practicing just getting thoughts out on paper. Today, I'd like to write a poem. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down here. It usually happens on Sundays. I don't know what it is about Sundays. It's just like um, really nice days. Usually, it's like sunny outside. Um, I have like a cup of tea. I'm making sure that there is like um, you know a nice aroma in my space. Um, some maybe some essential oil diffuser or something. I have some sunlight coming into my space as well, and that that tends to drive me motivation. And I sit down for a couple of hours, and I'm just like, yo, I want to write a poem, and I I just write whatever that comes to my mind at that time. Don't get me wrong, I have written, I have said, okay, I'm going to jot this idea down, I'm going to write a poem about this um, at some point or whatever, but the poems I do have on my page are 100% in the moment, and the things that I've been feeling. Um, because for me, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm still trying to discover the, the, the- I guess like a theme of poems I want to write. But I like writing in general. So th- mm. I don't know if I want to stick to a particular theme. Good. You know, like the poems I have on my page, I have stuff about like myself, about how I feel. But I also have, um, uh, I think I also have a poem about like just like systemic injustice. And those are the things that, that really matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like systemic injustice, me self-reflecting and being self-aware of am in the world around me and just like appreciating my culture and my people and Blackness. You know what I'm saying? That, and yeah. those things are what those, those things are very expensive. So yeah, those, those are the things that I that I tend to write about, to be honest. That's
0: amazing. And I know you have done a lot of research before you dive into a medium. So have you like studied like the Langston Hughes, the, the poets like that? Have you studied those type of authors and maybe you've gotten some influence on you know through that?
1: Yeah. So um I've actually there's this, um, there, there are a couple of websites that I use, for some reason they're not coming to my head right now, when I first got to poetry, because um, I knew a couple of people who wrote poetry around me and I had asked them for um, their assistance on, you know, like, give me give me some tips, like how you get into it? So the one person that I, i asked for in the beginning was my first year RA. this woman is amazing i love her so much and and just like the amount of um just the the, the heights that she's reached i'm just like so proud of her she she's not like a senior kind of graduate and everything um but she but she used to write poetry or she, or she or she still writes poetry and she actually got her poem like she actually got five forums published in some book. And I'm just like, yo, you're just so fucking dope. Like what the hell, like, teach me your ways. So I remember doing a panel, I was like, yo, how do you get into this? Like blah, 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 and she gave me some tips, boom. This is this other guy that I met at this convention. So I'm a Muslim, and there's like these um, conventions that I go to for this national organization called NCNMO. And this this one convention I went to was, was in Puerto Rico um, in 2019. So the year before I, I went to, to college. And I met this one guy there, he, he was a Muslim poet. And the way he's like uses his words, I'm like, wow, this man is literally amazing. Like, how do you do that? I hit him up like uh, maybe like a year, year and a half after. And he gave me mad like tips. He was like, listen, you have to find your voice. That's very important. It's important to 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 try to um to to try to say the things that you want to say as concisely as possible with the best words that you can think of at the time, right? You have when and we said we when he when he said we, you have to find your voice. <clears throat> he means just find the space you'd like to write in and what you'd like to write about. When I was like, to say that, and he was like, oh, make sure you also you have to read great poets and read great poems to yes. know how to write a great poem. Yep. And he gave me like a plethora of of of, of a poets to look to look uh, through, and not just like um American poets too he gave me some poem some poets that like I don't even know 1300s you know what I'm saying yes 1200s. Yeah, um. I'm I'm just like okay these these are some real these are some real um poets right here and, and I decided to like um look through these um look for these poets and and look at their poems online and through that I found like Two very important websites, two that I cannot uh, bring to my head right now that I use, and I go on those websites, and there are many, many poems from these poets. They have communities where you can where you can write um, poems into you know and things like that. So that's 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 pretty much what I've done. Definitely, write some Langston Hughes. This um, one, one of the poets, that the guy that I mentioned, um, introduced me to his name was Khalil Gibran. Mm-hmm. I believe his name. No, no, no. His name is Rumi. Al... Al-Din Rumi, Rumi Al-Din, something like that. I don't remember. I believe he he was a Muslim poet um a very 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 long time ago and the way his um poetry sounds and the way he he writes is literally so amazing. Like I'm like, yo, this man th- like this man was born before I can even like think of and and the way he's able to put words on a page is just like it's, it's amazing, you know what I'm saying? Um, he told me about, like, he told me about this uh, this woman called Sylvia Plath, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these poets that he told me about, and I started to, like, go into their, their poetry and read some some things, and kind of, like, gain inspiration. I definitely will say I, I haven't read nowhere near the amount of poems I'd like to read, you know, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like, at this point, I know what kind of poems I'm into, and what kind of poems I'd like to write. I definitely like poems that give a lot of thought. I like, and because I'm I'm also a, like uh I'm also really big on music, I like poems that that play with lyrics. Um I definitely like rhyme. In the beginning I was just like, oh I just gotta rhyme everything. Everything has to have to rhyme with this fucking poem. This has to rhyme and that has to rhyme and that has to rhyme. After I was like, yo, like it's cool. Like rhyming is something that I enjoy and it makes the poem flow and it sounds well, but that's not it. Like the way the words on the page the meter you know what i'm saying like yes. the, the the literary device is very important and it's really because like I, at times i would even tap into things that i had learned in high school things that i i cared about but i just didn't care about enough at the time i know I was writing poetry, i was like yo i don't care about this you know what i'm saying like what are we learning right now like i mean i was always a good a, a student but i was just like yo this is mad boring like why are we analyzing poems blah 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 or whatever, and my my, my teacher, um, and I, I love of my English teacher in high school. She was like telling us about literary devices, and a lot of those literary yes. devices, I literally go back to those and use them. Cause I'm, I, I for me, it's like I want hope my poems to be technical. I don't know if that makes sense. That like I don't just, like yes, I want words to be on a page, but I want them to be technical, and I want them to to, to have as many literary devices as that makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. for example a literary device that i'm literally in love with um and and one of my favorite rappers jid i'm not sure if you know him he he uses that literary device all the time um i think it's called actually before i say the name i'm going to say what the literary device does right so pretty much imagine a sentence where every single um consonant letter the first letter the first consonant sound is the same so like sally sold seashells on the seashore you know what i'm saying something like that mm-hmm. you feel me i don't know what it is but that just sounds so good to my ear and jid uses that so much he'll say a sentence and they all start with p and the way he mixes them in i'm just like yo why does this sound so well and these are things that i, that I like to that, that i like to do i've created poems where i think it's called it's either called alliteration or alliteration. yeah consonant one of those two things i, I don't remember mm-hmm. um but I'm just like, yo, I really like how this sounds. So I started just like looking at um, literary devices and trying to input them in my poems as much as possible. But yeah, those those are some of the things that I do, and some of the poems that I that I poets that I that I definitely listen to uh, read from at this time.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. I love that. Um, you know, I recently just got into poetry. No, not recently. I've I've been probably like two, three years. Like, actual have poetry books. And I've read a variety of different kinds. One of my favorite ones is uh is a book called uh You Can Make Anything Sad. And what I loved about it, it was very, because I thought poems had to be like had to rhyme, had to be you know certain length and all that crap. But these are like it was kind of almost like each one was kind of like a, a short story and it was like a narrative, but it was a it was it was a poem about this real real about this real shit like he has some stuff written about his day in the office and how depressed he is and all this stuff so i got i gotta send it to you but um i my world has been blown up by this poetry recently and i actually bought a book yesterday from a friend uh, i was traveling out with uh yesterday and i just love poetry i love the way it makes you feel they can be complex they can be very straightforward but it seems like you kind of want to go the more complex route um mm-hmm. well you kind of want to make people think when they read your poems you know and i love how a lot of poets i feel like want you to make your own narrative from their words but obviously it Mm -hmm. means something to them so um Mm -hmm. that's that's amazing i love how you kind of want to you know dive into different types of of poetry that's that's amazing
1: Also, i think i remember the name of the the poem i found a reference his name is Jalal al-Din Rumi, and this man was alive like around, they said 1207 CE to 1273. Wow. I don't, those, like those numbers obviously mean something to me, but my mind cannot fathom what life looked at at that time and what, how in the spaces that he was when he was writing poetry or what his life looked like. And he was, he was born in um, Afghanistan off the eastern edge of Persian Empire. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he and he was also like, um he was, he was also a very, he came from a, they said he came from a long line of Islamic scholars. So it was a Muslim, right? And he and he and he he came from the Islamic world, and that's where he wrote poetry. In. And I was just like the way he, the way he's like bends his words. I'm like they're so beautiful. And he has poems about damn near any and anything. Like he'll have a poem titled like love, and he'll just like go through it, and their words. And their descriptions and phrases that you've never heard about love ever his most of the, some of the poems that i've seen usually have like a certain, just like a, a straightforward title about something in the world like mm-hmm. death or something and he just like you know narrates through it and the feelings that you get undoubtedly is what death feels like but you've never thought about putting death into words like that mm-hmm. does that make sense yes it does. you know what i'm saying Absolutely. so that's that's that that's what he did and like the i'm just i'm just saying like i feel like i've, I've definitely discovered um, a lot of poets that I don't think are like poets that people try to like recognize sometime, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there are some poets, like, you know, definitely we talk about Shakespeare, we talk about um, this person, we talk about that person, but there are just so many poets, even poets these days that like write amazing poetry that I feel like are, are um, that there's not a lot, enough light showing to. So I, I like to dive into those and, and see what those are about.
0: Yeah. I mean, I definitely think poets and a lot of even maybe spoken word artists are very underappreciated
1: because
0: yeah, I think poetry and spoken word are like some of the first types of art you yeah. know storytelling that's pretty much one of, the, one of the first types of art you know going back thousands and thousands of years that we know existed from your you know artists in 1203 BC whatever you just said or in CE um, it goes back to forever because so that's why I love I, I've grown to love poetry and spoken word and all that kind of both goes hand in hand um, but yeah I think that's a very I wish I could write poetry. I wish I could write anything, <laughs> but I'm very envious that you can do that. And it, you write, you have beautiful work so far from what I've seen. So I can only, Im- I'm, I can only imagine what you're going to do, you know, going
1: forward. Thank you. Yeah. That, that, that means a lot to me. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like everyone has, um, you know, imposter syndrome. Like mm. I am doing the things that I love, but sometimes I don't feel like I'm good enough. Um, but, you know, hearing things like that definitely give me a lot of, um a lot of confidence amongst the confidence in my ability, and it's funny because the i'm pretty sure the week you hit me up or the the week either the week you hit me up or the week after you hit me up i was uh one of my friends the, the person that i told you that well, I was really creative has his own brand or whatever and i knew him through high school he was pretty close he, he has a um, organization on campus and they actually had like a spoken uh, poetry night or whatever and he invited me and I was like yo like I appreciate you for letting me know this I was the first one to perform and I performed like three I performed three poems one that yeah. was on my page and two that were new and I, I'm pretty sure I sent you um, um, some of the new yep. ones as well but again that was another space where I was like like loved and appreciated and it, again gave me more motivation like I don't know I feel like definitely we don't want as artists as someone who trades, I don't want like all my motivation, and inspiration to, to come from I guess like feedback and how appreciative people are. But I would I would be a liar if I if I said that it wasn't something that depth helps or something that uplifts my serious or something that motivates me to continue going and that solidifies that maybe I'm not just bullshitting. Yeah, you, know? you, you feel me? So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That, that imposter syndrome is very real for artists. I think every artist. Goes through it, has went through it, and will continue to go through it throughout all their yeah. lives. Is is whatever, um, but wow, that's that's amazing. How was, so? How was was that your first time doing reading your poems out loud?
1: Uh, that was actually my second time. Second time the first okay. time I did it was freshman year when I first started getting into poetry. So spring of freshman year, I believe. Yeah. Um, when I first started getting into poetry, and I don't even know, like I didn't even like I don't I, just, I mean I read a poem that I made at that one point in time, I think I wrote that poem about black women, And because, like, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure you've heard this, but, you know, the fact that there are phrases like the angry black woman mm. or whatever, and I wanted to play with that phrase <clears throat> and I wanted to see how it met to black women themselves because they're the ones who are being affected with um, violent phrases like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I remember I'd ask my girlfriend, I'd ask other black women like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that feel? Like, obviously, I'm not, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, um, what is the word? I, I can't, I, I understand um, what that f- phrase and, and like, what that phrase means and, and the kind of pain that it brings. And you know what I'm saying? Like the underlying tones, but also I'm not a black woman. And I really wanted to get some perspective. And the other thing that it told me, I was like, yo, this is really good. Cause I just wanted to write something, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what I picked from. Um, and then I pretty much put that into a poem. It's somewhere deep, deep, deep in my notes. One of the first things I ever wrote like as I can remember. Obviously, I'm pretty sure a lot of us wrote poems when we were younger in high in school and elementary or whatever. But one of the first poems that I actually wrote, like that I can remember wrote it, writing purposely for myself. And I don't really like it that much. So I don't think I did amazing. I don't think I did it that good, but it's okay. But I performed it and it wasn't, it wasn't the best performance. I'll be honest. Like I feel like I didn't put enough heart into it, but I didn't know at the time. And I've had time to think, I've had time to reflect on myself. I've had time to, you know what I'm saying, practice about how I would like um, my art to be, to be appreciated and and taken in by people, so I feel like this performance will definitely a lot better than the first one, right? And I know that if I if if I have more opportunities to perform poems and be in sp- spoken poetry places, the poems will be way better. The, the poems I perform will be way better. But I do think there's a difference between me writing poetry and me performing poetry. Mm. Like I think I think because like and I noticed it very much that day because like there was some there were some amazing ass poems that were performed like some people so like obviously when you write you're reading it right there was this one woman she performed a poem and it was like she was like talking to her. so so she'd be like hello hi and then she would like read some words or whatever and she said again hello hi can you hear me and it's like she's talking with you i'm like this is a different world than written po- like yes they're both poetry but the way you have to like interact with the audience and like put your mind to like into words is it's very very interesting so now i'm like okay like there's written poetry right but there's also spoken poetry and i like spoken poetry but i'm definitely way more into written poetry so sometimes i'm like okay maybe i should do somewhere in the middle or something that's more spoken poetry for a spoken poetry night but those are some of the things that come to my mind i guess yeah
0: yeah that's so do you that's a super badass that you gotta experience that um so do you genuinely and like doing it you know in front
1: of an audience um i ha- I have no problem with it yeah I, li- I like doing it but it's it's i feel like my preference for written poetry isn't that i, I don't like doing it in front of the audience it's just that like reading the words in general i feel like reading the words in general there is some power to that and i'd like um people to to get whatever they want to get from that you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like when I'm when I'm speaking, I can definitely manipulate it to however I want to based on like my voice, my tone, how much I, um, you know, you know, the amount of inflection that I have. But when I'm writing, the words and and the way the words flow and the meter and the line length and things like that, the the the, the, the syllables are what really like tell the reader what's going on here. And and I and I like that. I like I like that privacy between me and the person that is um reading the poem. They can read the poem on their own time. Yeah. Yeah. You feel know yeah. me? Like I don't have to yeah. Like I don't have to be up there like explain everything to them or just like saying it to them.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need explanation. You take it for what it is and you make your own yeah. your own opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know I um I know I talk a lot. Like I'm thinking about it like yo, I've been talking for good man. that's what uh, the show's I, I'm, about I'm, I'm sorry if you haven't through all your questions but no, I'm ready no, you've to answered, answered it, yes. pretty much all of them. i
0: just want to touch on the photography thing for a second because i have a i have a uh, i'm curious about something so you obviously want to do the projects where you bring a lot, of your, a lot of these mediums together which i think is amazing but i'm curious you got a film camera and um mm-hmm. obviously I, I know from experience it's very expensive have you ever got thought about getting a digital one i
1: have that Was the first thing I'm gonna get, and I saved up mad bread to do that too. Like, I had just gotten like this internship last summer, and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get this. I know what camera I'm getting. I think it was like, I I was sitting between a Nikon and a Canon, something D, something, something 570. I don't even know what camera I think it was a Canon. And I was like, Yeah, this is the camera I'm gonna get, this is what I'm gonna do. Um, but I just it was like what almost six seven hundred dollars, I just could not, like, I had the money, but it. Emergencies happened, Things things came up, so I had to put the money towards something else. Um, at that moment, actually, give me one second. I think someone is knocking on my door. Do you think? Can I? Think, can I you, yeah, think. I'll be. I'll be right back. Commercial break
0: willow wellness center in high Point strives to deliver an inclusive accessible and non-judgmental approach to well-being by helping their clients find balance and peace in all aspects of life through massage therapy yoga reiki and a variety of group classes and now they're offering virtual yoga classes for yogis of all types including a free beginner friendly friday morning flow that you can take from the comfort of your own home visit willowhighpoint.com and check them out on social media at willowhighpoint to jumpstart your personal well-being today so yeah you were talking about um the digital camera and emergencies came up and all that
1: yeah yeah. so so obviously i had a digital camera because you know that was definitely on my mind um and i was like i like film but i also like digital cameras as well both have a place in my heart but i wasn't sure what to choose but yeah emergencies came up you know emergencies that aren't always planned for and unfortunately i just didn't have that money anymore at the time so i was just like you know what the only thing i can afford right now is a is a, is a Film camera and I'll make do what I can do, and I think for me like I I low key found beauty in it because what I did not obviously a digital camera like all the kinks and you know what I'm saying all, all the little things you can you can you can mess with was a lot better um, than most of uh, um, film cameras. I was just like yo the fact that I can like I feel like they're like less forgiving, right? And I I felt like there was beauty in the fact that film cameras are less forgiving. Like every single role, I had a predetermined amount of shots that I had to make and I had to make that each shot. Mm -hmm. It was worth it as much as possible. And it was also something that just felt more fun and more authentic to me. So I'm like, you know what? We just going to stick with this film camera right now. I still don't know if I'm going to get a digital camera. Maybe it makes sense for the amount of things I'd like to do. Cause uh, obviously film has its, um, its limitations and I'd really like to get into, into digital because just some of the projects would probably require a digital camera. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what it is right now, at least. And Lord knows when I'll even be able to afford a digital, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm chilling right now. I'm not doing anything that's like super duper serious. Um, So, We'll see. And i actually, know a good amount of photographers who literally only use film and are perfectly doing okay, very true. and are able to capture a wide range of emotions and themes, and and do what exactly what they need to do with the, with just the use of a film camera, with just using a film camera. So, um, you know, what I'm saying like I feel like I have hope that it'll it'll turn out to be fine. Yeah, I know true. you also are into um, photography. Yes.
0: looking yes i am i'm mostly a photographer film photography as well i don't do a lot of i don't do film as much as i probably like to but i want to get born to it well i was gonna say because i've i have a, a bunch of film cameras that i've had over the years but um what i would say man if, if i know you mentioned the money thing which digital cameras can be very expensive but i mean pawn shops bro and i'm telling you man like mm-hmm. pawn shops goes you know spin get whatever camera you can get and just Mess with it. But I understand what you're saying on how film is way more authentic, but for the instant gratification and doing projects faster, digital yeah. does have its, you know, his pros in, in, in that department. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I have full faith that you'll figure it everything, y'all. I can see the vision mm-hmm. from here, you know, and this is, you're going you're to create some beautiful work, my, my friend.
1: A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I, I need the I need the confidence and the support. <laughs>
0: yes, obviously if you need anything in the future that I can help with, you let me know. But I'm curious, do you ever I mean you pretty much a future for you, you just you kind of get into a career of directing, maybe a poetry book. Are you thinking about doing that?
1: Um honestly not right now. I've, I've thought about writing a book in general. Mm. I don't know, maybe about my life, maybe about something specific, but I haven't thought about writing a poetry book. Although that would be an amazing, although that would be amazing. Yeah. I feel like for me, that's another way to compile art, and I like and I like art compilations. I've seen people like, um, like especially on Instagram and on other uh, platforms. I've seen the way they've been able to compile art, and it's just so beautiful. And I think. Poetry book is is one of those ways, so right now it hasn't been something I've ever thought about. Um, but like, I feel like with me, things are always ever changing and ever evolving, and I always have another big idea that I need to write down and one day get to. So it, it could be a possibility, but it's not something that, that I have in my dome at this point,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're, I mean, how old are you, Worth? Um, I'm 20. Yeah, Thanks. you have all your life ahead of your brother like i said I say i want you to you know, be intentional with your time because you know it does go by fast but you have so much time to to figure all of it out man and i'm it's never too late to do anything so i'm I feel confident you'll learn every single medium of art that you want
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i honestly i feel like i have amazing people around me to be honest, like I, I, the amount of support I get from my my close friends, from my girlfriend, from my my brother, the people that really really mean a lot to me, is so much that it feels like I can literally do anything in this world. Like I just feel so like happy and supported, like always. You know what I'm saying? Like even when I'm like down, because like you know, I'm just a human being. Like we're all human beings. Like I just I just don't feel like doing shit. Yes. You feel me? Like, and like my friends, of my friends are there. Like bro, like just. You you got this like get this done or like take this time to rest or like giving me ideas on things that I need to do do this do that and the fourth so it's just it's just it's just it's, it's a lot of support like for example I'm in a um, class one of my friends introduced it to me a class where I'm able to design my own fashion line And as a whole process I have had to, to make like a mood board I have to make like patterns for clothes or whatever and I'm constantly sending my friends like different pictures like yo can you and and my and my um uh, my idea is like what my fashion line is is either 90s or retro ski wear Mm -hmm. so that that, that's what i would like to create and showcase and this Mm -hmm. is not something i don't ski nor do i really care about it sorry to anyone who skis (laughs) um but like this class is some is a class that i felt like has challenged me i've definitely been a like when it when it comes to clothes i'm definitely more of a like a cargo type of person i like different like 90s style clothing i also like I like a little bright colors, but I'm also mostly focused on nudes as well. But this class has literally challenged me to do anything I want. So I was like, "Yo, what is something I could never see myself doing?" Boom. So I, so I went with that, and I, I was like, "Yo, I I need all these patterns for these clothes, y'all." Like. I, I'm making a lot of different things. I'm like, yo, how does this look, guys? How does this look, guys? How does this look? And it's always continuous feedback. Maybe we should change that. Maybe we should do that. But the fact that I have people like that around me is something that makes me happy. Something that like I feel like I can keep on going because there are people that like give me support. You feel me? Like I'm be honest, like the, the phrase "it takes a village" is just so important because yes. it's really difficult to do shit on your own. Like, and I'm sad, and I'm, and I, and I feel like my heart goes out to everyone who is forced to do things on their mm. own um and, and and don't have and doesn't have any choice to do things on their own because if like i feel like if there's support around i do think we should utilize and take it as much as possible it just makes the most sense you know and it makes life a lot easier and who doesn't like ease i like ease you know what i'm saying yes. i like ease I like peace i like tranquility those are things that really mean a lot to me along with the art that i'm creating i don't want my art to be um, a headache. I don't want it to be stressful. I know that it will get there, but those, but those ideals and values are are definitely at the forefront of whatever I'm producing. I just want to be happy. I want to have fun, but I also, most importantly, want ease and tranquility and peace. I don't need anything that is not that. You know, yeah. What I mean?
0: yeah. You know, it's funny. I saw a it was a meme page on Instagram about talking about how in life I always want, on ease, peace, comfort. And it's all those things in my life, you know what I'm saying? I don't want anything super difficult or super, I mean, a challenge is good, but nothing that's like over the top, you know, I want to just, yeah. this, I want to flow with life and and yeah. not be so on edge. So that's, that's what everyone's kind of aiming towards, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I just I I I feel that way as well, to be honest. Yeah. Well,
0: it's cool that you're getting so many different, I mean, at the fashion line, you're getting so many different types of creative, creative outlets. It's kind of this, Thrown in your face, which is not a bad thing, you know. You're gonna be. I can see you being very well rounded in the in the industry. So I'm I'm very happy to see what you're gonna do, man. This will be so amazing.
1: No, I'm I'm also really excited. I think um, there. I, I feel like there is a, a, a huge future for me, and I feel like the way that I'm approaching things are very important i do think i have a lot of inspiration both local and non-local inspiration i'm constantly always on instagram sourcing like new so, just you know different forms of inspiration to find i feel like i really found myself like it's it's the weirdest thing in the world that social media has allowed me to do that but that is that is sincerely the truth you know what i'm saying like trying to see the things that i like it, like it's like you don't like sometimes you don't know the things that you like until you see it and i feel like social media has continuously given me that you know what i'm saying it's continuously giving me like points and values that i re- that are important to me when it comes to creating and just like living my everyday life that i would have never found if i wasn't on social media to begin with so
0: absolutely absolutely
1: and, what, and another thing that like i feel like i really want to do as well I think it's really important just like giving back in any way as po- in any way possible and like passing the torch and just like doing charity. So another one of my, my big ideas, and I got this inspiration from this place in my city and also one of my friends as well. Um, so I want a space where artists of all kinds can come, right? And I'm talking about artists that do literally any form of media that you do under this fucking sun, Like whatever you do, um, this space is for you and there'll be tools for you to do these things in a place like that in my city called as220 and a new urban arts and um you know a couple places like that where like artists are able to come and they have various equipment like paints and they have like sewing machine if you want to sew they have cameras and instruments and you know literally everything like screen printing places all that you feel me
0: yes and
1: i want something like that um and I, and, I, and I want to expand it to like everyone, right? Because like to be honest, before like being with my girlfriend, I never felt like makeup was an art, but it truly is. And I feel like there's just so much more art there that I am not privy to, that I'm not interested in. But it's fine because they all deserve a space to come. They all deserve a space to have and a space to enjoy. And I want to create a place like that. And then additionally, in that space, I feel like if pe- people that would like to do, again, multimedia art projects, there are a lot of people that you can do these projects with. They can put in some type of proposal, work together, and do the project and bring it to fruition while helping everyone else. Like Obviously, you can be there. It can be like, oh, come there after school. You're doing your own little thing. But if you want to make a, like a big project and you want to showcase it to the world, you have this person who does that. You have this person who does that. This person does videography. This person does um, you know what I'm saying? Like, each other does all these things. You have different people around you who literally have different skills, and it doesn't have to rely on necessarily one person. You can bring that thing to fruition. And I think it's a great way for, number one, for people to explore the things that they're interested in, work on fun projects, um, like expand on their skills, but also gain opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, I understand people, some people don't want to mix um, business with pleasure. And it's, and it's unfortunate that sometimes we feel like we have to, you know, things that you, ha- you want to do for fun, you should like derive money from it. But ultimately, sometimes it also feels like there isn't a choice in our society, in the system that we currently live in. So for people who do want to see, who do see art as a, as a way for them to get out of their current situation and for them to be more successful, this is also a place where they can do that. Because obviously, obviously a strong portfolio brings you opportunities. And I feel like being able to, being able to provide um, students with that is, is, is a really good thing so
0: yeah 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 mm-hmm. absolutely it's cool i mean and that's kind of why i have i mean this is not creative space but have this podcast is to bring a bunch of creatives together and hopes that they will reach out to each other and collaborate and all that and it's cool to even make a space in your city where you are you know currently at um to to build something like that for for, for the community that's very important you know community is very important and making a collaborative space is going to be very special so i see that vision too man that's that's gonna be phenomenal
1: Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, see, you got a lot of things working in that brain, man.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, but I'm going to be honest, like, I don't know how that it it is like that, but it it is. Like, I feel like since I was little, I've always been type that person. Like, I remember when I was, like, really, really young, I always wanted to be a doctor for the longest time. And my family... Always thought I was gonna be a doctor. They thought I was gonna be this super duper science professor type of person, and it was weird that I that I kind of shifted from that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm glad for the city that I'm in, the space that I am in, and my friends from from being able to have a huge part in that shift and who I am right now. But I feel like that one thing that hasn't um lessened at all is my ambition, and I'm getting more ambitious as the time goes. Like sometimes I'm with friends that like, damn, like you know what you want to do in your life, and I'm just like, I don't but I just have ideas that I'd like to put onto paper. So I just hope that I like, you know, continuously continue to be ambitious and and I'm able to actually execute all these things. I'm able to actually find amazing people like yourself and other people to share stories with and create with, and also just like inspire people, you know, like I feel like I'm a pretty uh, straightforward, easygoing person. I literally want to express myself I want to have fun, and I want to do that through peace and love. Like it's it's a very simple process, I think, for myself. Um, and I know that even though I said I want to do that through peace and love, some of the some of the projects that I want to do aren't aren't all about peace and love. But I think having love for something is being honest and truthful about it, and is being and, and showing awareness to that thing. I'd like to show like obviously some of the evils of the world through my art, but it's because I have love for myself, for my people, for for. Um, for, for the people that are going through so much that I'd like to show those things. So, I don't know. That, those are some of the ways that I feel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And everything, everything, everything you, all the ideas you've expressed to me is all doable. As long as you keep that in mind. Everything you, everything yeah. you want to do is doable. It's funny, um last night I saw Tyler, the creator, he played a show here um last night.
1: Um, I'm so sad I missed. I, I was just on your page, like, two <laughs> seconds ago. I was like, and hey, you tagged Felicia Lego. I'm was. i so sad. I Because, I like, it doesn't make any sense i don't know why i think back then like i hadn't gone to a concert yet i just went to my first concert in october i think or september and from then on i just went to a baby king concert i'm not yes. sure if you know baby uh, king. yes but of course he came to my city like literally on monday literally my if baby king was to this fucking podcast yo that was my literally my favorite concert i ever had so far like it was amazing but i ah, man i really wish i was able to see tyler but you you can you can go on
0: yeah well and why i think why tyler is so important to a lot of us especially uh the black kids you know that i'm I'm usually with and all that how he's probably because he's he has all these ideas that remember he's pressing this stuff back in the day by having a clothing line um him producing his own stuff and socks and shirts and music and perfumes and all this he spoke this stuff into existence and you know I he he made me believe that everything you want to do is really possible you know um so seeing so listening to you and then seeing him last night I was like I can see this for worth I can I can see all this all these things happening for you you know what I'm saying
1: that that means a lot to me for for it. I mean Hopefully it happens. I do think it will. Um, I ha- I do have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of people that I'd like to reach out to and network with and, and make things come true. Because honestly, Telecreator is one example, but there are just there's so many oh. examples local to me that I've seen people like right next to me that are doing amazing things. But yeah. like, obviously, it takes time and it takes energy and it takes like a hard work, but there are literal examples. And if they can do it, I, I really do feel like I can do that as well.
0: Yes, patience, hard work, asking for help. You don't seem like you're very stubborn. So that's good. That Ask for yeah. help. My God. Yes, that's so important. Collaborate, you know,
1: support is super important. Absolutely. Support is super important. I'm not even sure if I told you, like, um, how I found your page, by the way. Oh, yeah. How did Um, you find the page? So, um, you know, Ashley, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ashley Ashley Johnson? Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's so right. I so I used to follow Crown Magazine. Yes. Um I still I still, I still follow Crown Magazine because again, like I'm always looking for dope spaces that highlight black people, black culture, black art. And Crown Magazine immediately was that space and I was like, yo, this is not cool. Then one day I seen one of their editors or something. i was like, yo, who is this person? I love what they do, blah blah boom. I go on to, I go onto their um their page, or whatever, and you know, it's Ashley, and I'm I follow her for a, for a long time. Um, she's doing her thing, doing everything that, that that they're doing or whatever, and then one time she posts you, and I'm just like, oh, she's like, oh, Daniel's super cool, blah, blah, and I see, like, all the fun that y'all are having, I'm just like, you seem like a cool person, and then I listen to one of y'all, I think I listened to y'all, um, Valentine's Day podcast, which is funny <laughs> as fuck, by the way, and I was like, yo, this is this is a cool, like, you, y'all seem mad dope, and then, so, that's I think that's when I followed your other podcast, um, The Daniel White Show, yeah. was it? Yep. Is that what it's called? Yep. And then, not too long. And then um, when you had hit me up a couple of days ago, I followed your page. I, I don't think I realized I followed your podcast and not your page. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. So this is page pool. And that's that's. So I met you through Crown Magazine and then from Crown Magazine, Ashley. And then you. <laughs> that
0: is, that's Yo. ama- that's amazing. Yo, Ashley's amazing. Crown Magazine is phenomenal. Ashley interviewed someone that works with their production team yesterday. That will be out next week. Yeah. Um Dallin Dallas, she was in Dallas and that interview that interview was <laughs> very amazing. I think you'll really like it. Um but yeah, that's that's great. Small world. That's that's amazing. Ashley Johnson it's one of my best friends best. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, yeah shout out to Ashley. Well, Warth, my my man, this has been good. This has been so amazing. I'm so inspired by you, you know, to create and do my own thing now. <laughs>
1: I feel it. I feel it. I'm, I'm glad that I've been able to have that effect on you. It makes me really happy forever.
0: Yes, yes. But yeah, where we can find you find your internet. And uh yeah, let's go from there.
1: Yeah, so I I changed my, my Instagram. I handle. saw that. You know what I'm saying? So on Instagram, right? My handle is O L A dot Y I dot W O L A. So Ola dot and that's actually my middle name um Ooh, so that's yeah. that's my instagram once again ola.yi.wla that's my instagram my twitter my fault. i just gotta look this up really quickly
0: you good bro you're good, you're good. You're good. um you're
1: good. my twitter is shinkafa so s-h-i-n-k-a-a-f-a S-H-I-N-K-A-A-F-A, so Shinkafa. Um, but yeah, those are the two social medias I use. I don't really use anything else right now at this point in time. Um, def, like, follow me, check in with me, because I think I'll be doing a lot of dope stuff. And I'm always, always, always looking to, like, collaborate and talk to, to many people. I feel like I'm a very community-oriented and people person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love people, and I love to understand who people are, what makes them who they are, and the things that they, that they do, so, like, um, follow me, hit me up. Like I don't know. I feel like I'm 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 a dope person. We could like you feel me exchange ideas, get to know each other, all that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I have a few trips planned in New York this year, so I'll see if maybe I can make a pit stop in Rhode Island and I hang out. And-
1: bro. That'd be dope. What? No, nah, no, nah, That'd be so dope. Yeah. Let me know. I'll be, I'll actually be in um um Seattle this this summer i actually have an internship oh good um, good for for my for my major in seattle so i'll be there from like may to like august but i mean shit i don't you know what i'm saying like let me know
0: yeah after that yeah i definitely i'm there kind of often just bouncing around for art shows and just going up there and all that so yeah i mean seattle sounds amazing oh my god that's gonna be you're gonna have so much fun up there that's gonna be dope
1: Bro, I I fucking believe I'm too excited for real. Like I'm just like I know I'm gonna meet amazing people. I know I'm gonna eat good food. I know I'm gonna um see a lot of crazy art spaces. Like those are things that I'm really excited about. Also talking about art spaces, you should definitely like send me some dope spots in North Carolina. I've never, you know what I'm saying, even thought about coming to North Carolina, but it seems like y'all y'all be having y'all thing over there, you know what I'm saying? So it's a ghost it's, it's a it's
0: a cozy state. There's a lot of things to do, and where I live is I'm live in the smack dab middle of the state, so I can get to the beach, the mountains, Virginia, South Carolina, very easily. So yeah, I mean I'll definitely yeah I'll definitely show you some in this in this area because Ashley lives about thirty minutes away from me in uh, a place called Winston Salem, and there are there are spaces that are out of this world. So oh absolutely, I'll definitely I'll definitely hook you up for
1: sure for sure i appreciate you i appreciate you yes
0: well yes all right my brother Well, this is it man so i appreciate for doing this you're the best um obviously if you need anything from me please let me know but i'll link all your um social medias in the um comments or description boxes or whatever and uh, people can hit you up but um i appreciate your time seriously thank you so much
1: no i appreciate you for reaching out to me this was an amazing opportunity i've never had anyone reach out to me and ask me to be a um on uh, a podcast before before this, so I, I really appreciate it. the fact that you're actually interested in some type of the things that I'm doing. Again, like it makes me so happy that like yo, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing I'm doing things um, that that I like doing, and I'm gaining recognition from people that I also recognize that I think are dope people as well. So yes. that, that makes me really happy.
0: Absolutely, you know. And I usually I aim for people who are kind of up and coming in the game because I don't. I mean, I thought of people who were, I guess, who are freelancers who are kind of have to, you know. Up near the top, or who are doing really well, but I like people talking to people. I like talking to people who are kind of like, you know, I, I want to say ground level, but you know what I'm saying? People were just, you know, easing that their way up right, into yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those stories to me are just as important as someone who's already made it,
1: you know? I definitely, I definitely def agree one hundred percent. Because I mean, everybody, everybody started from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, not everyone. Um, you know, maybe there wasn't someone to like show their story, record their story. But I 100 percent, everyone started from somewhere. So it's good. It's good to see and go back to those stories and those memories of where people were before they made it to that to that space that they'd like to be at in this present time. So I think this is very important. Um, I appreciate the work you do. Like, it's it's, it's definitely really really dope. Yes, I mean,
0: absolutely, my friend. Well, cool, though. Stay on the line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the interview. Um, Anyways, yeah. people are listening, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Ward is
1: out. Appreciate y'all. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, LiveJournal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do Smokesniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.